Off the ball, rugby. Lads are kind of having a snigger at me when you're coaching, going, "Well, yeah, you're Irish, but you can't get by the quarterfinal, you know." And they won't say it, but I, I know they were thinking. Join that. in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, World Rugby confirm an expanded World Cup as well as major changes to the international rugby calendar. Bongi Mbanambi perhaps has a further case to answer ahead of the World Cup final. Keen Healy suffers a setback on his road back from injury. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First today, World Rugby have confirmed the whispers with the World Cup to be expanded to 24 teams from 2027 in Australia. They'll be split into six groups of four and perhaps good news for Ireland, they'll have a real chance of winning a first ever knockout game at the competition. That expansion to 24 will see the introduction of a round of 16 followed by the quarterfinals. The change will also see the length of the competition cut from seven weeks to a more manageable six. Details regarding the qualification process will follow a consultation in the wake of the current tournament. As promised though, the draw for the next World Cup will be made closer to the finals. However, World Rugby Chairman Bill Beaumont revealed today that it will be in January of 2026 before their new two-league competition, the Nations Championship, begins. The press department over at World Rugby have a busy bees today and news was also released of a changed international calendar. One of its key elements is that new biannual competition played in July and November that will start in 2026. It will see 24 teams split into two divisions of 12 with the top tier made up of the six nations, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia and Argentina plus two further unions to be selected via a process run by those Southern Hemisphere nations. The second tier will be overseen by World Rugby and from 2030 there'll be promotion and relegation across the two divisions. Starting next year there'll be an expanded Pacific Nations Cup with Canada, Fiji, Japan, Samoa, Tonga and the USA. There will also be further separation between the men's and women's six nations with the latter beginning three weeks later than in the current calendar that will mean likely a mid-April start. Furthermore there'll be no WXV1 in 2027 to leave the door open for a potential first ever women's Lions tour. Back to the World Cup itself and Bongi Mbanambi may be in trouble with World Rugby but not for the moment widely believed to be at the centre of an investigation. England flanker Tom Curry informed referee Ben O'Keefe in the 24th minute of Saturday's semi-final that Mbanambi had allegedly called him a white c- much of the defence of Mbanambi from figures online centres around the C word not being widely used in South Africa and the term Vitkant, which translates as white side, i.e. that the hooker was directing his teammates. However, the Telegraph report today that the incident actually being looked at by World Rugby happened after Owen Farrell had kicked into touch and O'Keefe brought the ball back for a penalty. Staying with the Springboks, Jean Klein could make history as the first Ireland international to play in a World Cup final this weekend. He was asked by Jerry Thornley about his journey to Paris from Japan four years ago. No, I, I, I think I've caught myself thinking about it probably too often. Um, it, it's a strange one because, I mean, if you asked me six months ago if I at all thought I had any chance of being here at the World Cup final playing for the Springboks, I would have told you you're absolutely insane. Um, so... For me, it's been 
yeah, it's, I'll probably wake up when it's all said and done and think, was that a dream or did it actually happen? You know, it's, it, it was outside of the realm of thinking. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's been a fantastic journey for me. It, it, it's been brilliant being part of the squad, I think. To be honest, it's, it's one of the best groups of lads I've ever, ever had the pleasure of playing with, um, working with and knowing um, you know, from players to you know, staff to analysts to medical team to coaches. They're, they're, they're all just great people um, and diligent, hard workers, passionate about the game, passionate about South Africa. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure being part of it. Now, it's bad news for Leinster and for Keane Haley today, just as he was on the verge of a return from the calf injury that deprived him of a World Cup place. The province confirmed this afternoon that Healy suffered a shoulder injury in training last week and will be out for a number of weeks. Luke McGrath and John McKee will be assessed ahead of Saturday's URC fixture with the Sharks at the RDS due to respective knee and hamstring injuries. Mark Maloney, though, is available again after a long-term knee injury. You might remember the young Clontarf back rower underwent ACL surgery in November of last year and hasn't played since. Despite the injury to Healy and multiple World Cup absentees, assistant coach Andrew Goodman says Leinster won't be diving into the transfer market for a short-term replacement. No, no, we're pretty happy with the um, stock we've got there uh, covering at the moment. Obviously, fingers crossed, touch wood for no more injuries in that position. But um, yeah, Jack Boyle's doing a great job there and we've got young um, Paddy as well. So got some um, good depth and uh, exciting prospects coming through that are you know, a great opportunity for them to get some game time. Munster finally say a decision on Calvin Nash's availability for Saturday's visit of Benetton to Musgrave Park will be made closer to that game. The winger was replaced by Shane McCarthy close to kickoff on last week's win over the Sharks. Academy back Fionn Gibbons suffered a facial injury having replaced scrum half Ethan Coughlin in the closing stages at Thelman Park last Saturday and will be assessed this week. Former Exeter Chiefs centre Sean O'Brien is nearing his debut for Munster as he steps up his training load following a thigh injury. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed to keep this podcast coming at you free and indeed Monday to Friday. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.